0: Hey guys, it's Keith. So um, I'm going to take a political quiz today. This is from the Pew Research Center, which is a very upstanding data collection uh, institution, probably the most trustworthy. And so when I googled the political quiz, this came up and I clicked on it. um, Play along if you want to find this. And uh, this isn't too long, but I'm going to go a bit in depth. So this might be a bit of a longer video. I'm just curious where I stand right now politically and what maybe um what something like Pew considers the relevant political questions because where you stand politically kind of depends on the framing of what you count as politics. So, let's find out. Starting with um if you had to choose, would you rather have a smaller government providing fewer services or a bigger government providing more services? If I had to choose, I would rather have a smaller government providing more services. Um, I have mixed intuitions here. I think uh, I'll probably honor my more time-tested leftist liberal leanings. Because I do like political services. From trash collection to um, food benefits for um, lower-income people to... uh, medicare and medicaid um i think that government is important and i would like an efficient one i don't like bureaucratic bloat i don't like how many laws are constantly written and passed i don't like a nanny state with a bunch of you know rules and regulations i don't like a lot of things about a big government but i think that serving the people is crucial and i would rather see that happening even if a little clunky, then to not see that happening. When you say you favor a bigger government, providing more services, do you think it would be better to most modestly expand on current services or greatly expand? Oof. depends. Um, I'm going to say modestly. I'm not too radical on this. I'm a reformer I'm a reform mindset person. Um, I think we should greatly expand on some things like. You see this thumbs up did you see that did i do that I w- Why did you show that um i think it's important to expand on infrastructure for instance but i don't think it's important to expand on like you know race politics written into the law which of the following statements comes closest to your view america's openness to people from all over the world is essential to who we are as a nation If America is too open to people from all over the world, we risk losing our identity as a nation. First one. Um, I am tempted, because I have a lot of sympathy for uh, border control, especially in other countries where populations really are more at risk of diluting their identity. I mean, when you think of Italy or Japan, those are not diverse places. Those are very specific cultures. The U.S. is not a specific culture. The U.S. is huge with tons of different kinds of people, and that's what's made it amazing, partly. So um, I like the language here all over the world. This is not specifically the southern border with Latin America. This is all over the world. I do think that the U.S. should want and get the best and brightest from everywhere, legally, ideally. In general, would you say experts who study a subject for many years are usually better at making good policy decisions about the subject than other people? Worse or neither better nor worse at making good policy decisions about that subject than other people?" Uh, Well, this is a really annoying topic. I do trust a pilot to fly the plane better than a layperson but that doesn't mean that i think dr anthony fauci is trustworthy in his policy decisions about coronavirus just because he's an expert doesn't mean that he doesn't have ulterior motives it doesn't mean that he is not a policy wonk he's just a scientist um you know Audience captures a thing. Political corruption is a thing. So I don't automatically trust experts. Just because the New York Times is the most trusted news source doesn't mean that supporting the sixteen nineteen projects is a good idea. So for me, it's uh, it's crucial to like you know have nuance on this kind of topic. I'm gonna say neither better nor worse because experts have their place. Just like in a courtroom, you want to call an expert to the stand. It doesn't mean that the expert is the judge. They should not be defining the policy. They should be advising a policymaker. Thinking about increased trade of goods and services between the U.S. and other nations in recent decades, would you say that the U.S. has gained more than it has lost because increased trade has helped lower prices and increased the competitiveness of some U.S. businesses, Or has it lost more than it's gained because of increased trade has cost jobs in manufacturing and other industries and lowered wages for some U.S. workers? Uh, I'm going to say that it's gained more than it's lost because I'm a consumer and I live in um, an information age as a global traveler and part of this kind of leisure class. That's my perspective. But I have a lot of sympathy for the... West Virginian coal miners who want their jobs back, and I get why someone like Trump promising those jobs back has an appeal to those guys. Same with the auto workers of Detroit. Same with you know farmers across the heartland. It's sad for people to lose their heritage and their livelihoods because the world is moving so fast, and we just have the um, the consumerist edge to buy cheaper stuff from Asia, and elsewhere i think that's sad so it's like the u.s certainly has lost something if not a great amount but me personally i will tick where i'm aligned more as a as a person how much more if anything needs to be done to ensure equal rights for all americans regardless of their racial or ethnic backgrounds we are not living in the civil rights era that era was in the 1960s and it was excellent and it did a great job to ensure equal rights for everyone it is done i don't understand why modern anti-racists think it's their job to redo what martin luther king jr and his people his you know whole cadre of uh, reformers what they have done like i don't think i'm ignorant on this topic The U.S. is removing barriers to entry for all people, to everything. Yes, redlining was a thing. Jim Crow segregation was a thing. Slavery was a thing. Those are done. Those are done. If they're not done, if there are parts of this country, and this is a huge country, if there are parts of this country where work needs to be done, let's do it. But we don't need to rewrite the California Constitution or the New York Constitution or the U.S. Constitution to... Uh, overly advantage minorities because of past wrongdoings. We need to correct the system to make it fair and equal so that all people have fair access and process, due process. So I'm going to say we need to do a little because there probably are still areas in the Deep South, in the Black Belt, in very conservative religious places um there probably still are remnants of redlining and all this and it's probably harder to get bank loans and yada 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 that's true it doesn't mean that we need to proactively hire minorities over majority races because of this i think that's a little i think it's insane to be honest with you but I'm not saying that racism is dead. I also don't think it will ever be dead. It's like you're never gonna end all murder. You can make it more and more uh, you can make it less and less popular to murder people, but you can never eliminate all murder. And it's the same with racism. like you will there will always be some amount of fringe racism in personal quarters and it's okay so long as the systems are pure and everyone has access. Which of the following statements comes closest to your view? Business corporations make too much profit. Most corporations make a fair and reasonable amount of profit. I don't like how they changed the language there. Like, is that a sleight of hand? Um, I am still a Bernie bro on this point. I think that disaster capitalism is a thing. Um, obviously, I'm thinking of huge corporations like Amazon and Walmart and Coca-Cola and McDonald's. And even, like, going to a sports outing where you overpay you're gouged for parking and you know soda and beer like I don't need to pay an $18 you know for a can of beer like I think that's insane and that profit goes to the the sports team who does use that money to like get good talent and stuff like that ideally but it is insane how much profit is made and that profit is kind of shared with shareholders there are probably a lot of corporations that I'm not even thinking about that I never think about that make a fair and reasonable amount but I'm going to tick this first one because I do think that Occupy Wall Street was the best leftist movement in my lifetime, and I wish we could get back to that instead of all this other identity politics bullshit. Okay, how much, if at all, would you would it bother you to regularly hear people speak a language other than English in public places in your community? Um, definitely not a lot, but also not... Not at all. Like it does bother me a little, and hear me out. I don't think that I'm being prejudiced or hateful when I say this. I've been in foreign countries. I've lived lived in Germany for a long time. I had to assimilate to some degree. I had to learn German at least for the road signage and for really basic, you know, grocery store activities. I think that's okay to expect for people in this country. English is the most popular language in the world. And the U.S. is a very good place to be, no matter what language you speak. Learn some English. I think it's misguided for progressives to pander to Mexicans and Hispanics by posting things in Spanish here in Southern California, for sure. Look, I... I'm happy for my contractors to speak Spanish for all the Mexican restaurants around like it's good it's healthy for culture but it's not healthy for individuals who are needing to assimilate in order to succeed in this world. If you want if you're a Mexican laborer learning English is a gateway to a better life. Period. And I don't think it's good for leftists to coddle foreigners in this regard so when i'm out in public like i'm me i'm not in their homes where of course they can speak anything um and if you're on the bus like fine be speaking to your mother like in your mother tongue that's all good but in general it does bother me slightly just slightly because i think assimilation for such immigrants is important It doesn't mean that I demand that they speak English. It doesn't mean that English is the only language to be spoken here. Like, no. But it's to everyone's benefit if people learn English and aren't coddled to not learning it. On a scale of 0 to 100, where 0 means you feel as cold and negative as possible, and 100 means you feel as warm and positive as possible, how do you feel toward Democrats? And how do you feel toward Republicans? I don't feel... Good about either of these parties. I don't like them. I don't vote for them. I have voted for Democrats a lot in my life, um, but recently, as a Californian, I'm gonna be voting agnostic of party. I don't trust the whole Democratic agenda. Um, I'm not like a. I don't just. I'm not a down ballot voter of Democrats. Period. Like I think that's very dumb. Um, it's dumb because their policies are so unique just because you know what the democrats say about abortion doesn't mean that you have to agree with them about what they say about education those are not related topics so why do you think that the democrats like fully represent you on every single topic like how what are the chances of that like why would you think the exact same on every single topic as another democrat it's because of collectivism in grouping brainwashing power suggestion it's these kind of things that i don't trust i'm gonna put a 40 i was gonna say 50 i'm gonna say 40 on democrats and 20 on republicans i've never voted for republican um nationally um i voted for a couple of republicans locally i voted for mike bloomberg for mayor in new york he ran as republican i think that major cities that are that need to be <laughs> whipped into shape a little bit could use some republican energy i don't want you know um uh, a religious conservative agenda for the usa i don't want abortion to be um you know outlawed everywhere i don't want uh you know the drug war to continue there's a lot of big republican things that i really disdain so that's but i'm going to give it a 20 because i think some conservative principles are warranted depending on the context which of these statements best describes your opinion about the united states The U.S. stands above all other countries in the world. The U.S. is one of the greatest countries in the world, along with some others. There are other countries that are better than the U.S. All of these are true in a way. The first one is the least true for me, because I'm not like a rah-rah America number one kind of guy. Um, I think that the U.S. is very flawed. But, (laughs) there's this thumbs up thing again. Um, I just think that... um, it does stand above all other countries in terms of like consumer power, you know, and military might. Like that's just a fact. But I don't take pride in that. The US is one of the greatest countries in the world, along with some others. I think I'll probably pick this, even though I also agree that the latter is true. There are other countries that are better than the US. There are, like, depending on what your metric is. Like, it depends. Like, where's the nuance to this quiz? Um certainly there are other countries that are better in regard to um, imprisonment numbers, health care, happiness levels, um, you know, egalitarianism, etc cetera, et cetera. Um, But the U.S. is good. I choose to live here. I used to live in Germany. I could live anywhere. I live here. That's personal, obviously, with my family, but I do feel like California is a good place to be. But some others are also good places to be. How much of a problem if any would you say of each of the following in the country today? People are being too easily offended by things others say and people saying things that are very offensive to others. Okay, people being too easily offended is a problem. Is it a major problem? Um kind of in the sense that people get canceled over it, you know, like I have I know people that have their careers at stake because others are offended by what they say. People are offended by what I say, and that's a problem. Like, I'm allowed to say what I think, and I demand that right to be upheld. I don't I hate it actually to feel stifled and censored. I it's such a bad feeling for me, and I've self-censored a lot depending on the groups I'm around, and it sucks. It really is sad. And I would say that it's because people are too easily offended. Frankly, and it's not even it's almost performative I don't even know if they're genuinely offended or if they just are acting offended for a power trip but it is a problem is it a major problem? I would say it is to be honest with you I would say that it's a major problem people saying things that are offensive to others I don't think that's a problem I don't think it's a problem that people say offensive things including someone like Alex Jones or Kanye West like who cares? they are that's like what they do Is provoke and put things out into the world that are like crazy like that's their business like that's interesting it's interesting that the USA you know creates these kinds of media personalities I think now it doesn't mean that I ascribe to these views that people say I'm even offended by some of these things that are said like by Antifa and BLM and by certain You know, activists and such, like, I'm offended by it, but it's fine. It's okay that I'm offended by it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go and cancel them. I'm not going to go and rant. I mean, maybe I will go and rant, but I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to have a podcast in which I rant about what I think is offensive. So, it's okay that things are offensive. End of story. So, if you're easily offended, get over it. And,. People, are gonna, people should continue saying various kinds of things, because if not, you're living in a police state where mm-hmm. no one's allowed to think. Okay, this is question 11 of 16. We're two-thirds done here. Which comes closer to your view of candidates for political office, even if neither is exactly right? I usually feel like there's at least one candidate who shares most of my views, or that none of the candidates represent my views well i believe that none of the candidates represent my views well because like i kind of said you know like if you're a major party candidate you're going to eventually toe the party line that has like a certain platform and the chances that i agree with that entire platform are low um i certainly agree with the democratic platform less and less every year it seems and i wonder if this political quiz is going to tell me that at the end um so I don't feel like any candidate represents my views well because I have very uh, specific views on each specific political question or topic. So I would rather you know, be part of a parliamentary system like in Europe where you have coalitions of parties that kind of agree on a general platform um, by public consensus of what's the most important thing. You know what I mean? so i'm gonna say that none of the candidates represent my views well and that's also why i don't really participate in national politics i participate in local politics where it's a little easier to connect with the major issues locally in general how much do white people benefit from advantages in society that black people do not have man another question about race um i don't know how would i know this i'm not like collecting data on this like I have my anecdotal evidence, like everybody. I'm not black. I am arguably not even white. But I could be white, depending on the motive of the questioner. I could be accused of all sorts of things, right? Like, I'm, a, in, I'm ignorant to my own invisible bias or something. I mean, that could be true. It could be. Um, I think that the U.S. has done an overall outstanding job in adhering over time to its constitutional ideas. Obviously, there have been great uh, injustices in the past. Slavery, Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, etc. etc. If those things still exist, that's bad. I don't think they do. I think that we are removing barriers to entry for everybody and we're making the system more and more fair for everybody, regardless of race. Um, But that said, I'm sure there are whole industries like, I don't know, I have no idea, something like uh, um, some Wall Street thing, you know, like hedge funds. I'm sure there's some amount of advantage toward white people, I guess, but easily I could imagine a black guy succeeding there just fine, easily. So I don't understand why this question is being asked of normal people. I think it's, um, I think it's a bad question to ask that stokes the flames of identity politics that I think should be put out. Uh, I resent this question being asked of me because I have no idea. But I think anyone that would say a great deal is crazy for not understanding history and how far we've come I think that is a silly thing to say that white people benefit a great deal from advantages like you only think that because TikTok said that you know like it's it's like measurably not true from a hundred years ago Um, I would even understand the other side more like not at all like there are literally entire fields of study fields of you know Practice like, you know, advertising, <laughs> journalism, academia, in which white people are um, punished and black people are favored very, very actively right now. So if anything, it's almost the other way around in some ways, but I'm, that's not even an option. Um, not at all is an option, and I'm not going to say that. I don't want to come off as like, you know so naive that race doesn't play a role in life at all but i do think that should be the goal and i think we get closer and closer all the time or we had done i'm going to say not too much do you think greater social acceptance of people who are transgender is very good society somewhat good neither good somewhat bad very bad um it even has a parenthetical do you think greater social acceptance Of people who are transgender, people who identify as a gender that is different from the sex they were assigned at birth." Well, my friends know that I really like to rant on this topic. Um, You know, the wording is really interesting here. Greater social acceptance. I think greater social acceptance of people with differences is good. If by social acceptance you mean Oh, look at that guy over there at the in a, at a party or in the supermarket. He's different. He's wearing, you know, crazy clothing. Or, oh, that used to be a man, but now he's a woman. You can tell. Or she's a woman. Whatever. Like, fine. Like, accept that. You know, like, transgender people are a thing who should be afforded all of the access to the world as anyone else. I believe that. I believe that civil rights extend to transgender people. Where does it end? Do I believe that the transgender, um, you know, ideology should be pushed in kindergarten? No, I do not. In fact, I think it should be kept away from kids in general. Like, I think it should be kept out of the office. Like, just because you're transgender, you get to wear like pantyhose and a garter belt into work? No. Like, you still have to adhere to professionalism and the rules of your environment and i don't know why drag queens have to be reading kids stories like that doesn't make me some like you know redneck bigot why are drag queens in schools like that's never been a thing i don't care if they're just reading like put on normal clothes you're in front of kids you know like it's not appropriate it's not appropriate to the context it doesn't mean that kids should be totally sheltered from this like if you live in new york city you're gonna see it which is fine like social acceptance on the streets that's how i take that to mean and i think it's good for society but i also have an inkling that this question is a little more you know uh what should i say cunning or slippery and it's probably advocating for something more like every soda company with a pride flag every you know every shop on Main Street with a transgender logo, whatever. And I think that's really annoying, frankly. I don't think we need that. I think it's actually bad to teach false science that biological sex is wrong or not real or something like that. So I'm going to go in the middle as a moderate person and say neither good nor bad. Um, I think I'm moderate because I tend to talk myself from both sides into a moderate perspective. I don't think I'm like milk toast boring moderate. I think I'm like both sides have points. Moderate um, people should be accepted, and people should express themselves however they want. I do agree with that, but there are rules in place for reasons. And biology is a thing, and you know the the conservative right has a point on this topic, a very good point, and you cannot. You cannot gaslight a whole populace into thinking that malehood and femalehood are are not real. Like, they are real. Okay. Overall, would you say people who are convicted of crimes in this country serve too much time in prison, too little time in prison, or about the right amount of time? This is hard because... I'm not really sure what they mean exactly. Um, I guess not jail because it's prison, which is uh, post-court sentencing. Jail, I think people spend too little time in, um, personally, because there's like crime sprees where you don't even serve time until maybe sentenced. Um, I think punishment for its own sake is stupid. I think mandatory minimums are stupid. Those lead to too much time in prison. Um, I think... I think probably people spend too much time in prison. I think it's probably really rare to have psychopaths that are unrehabilitatable. I think we probably need to be rehabilitating people better and faster and getting them back into society. That's kind of what I think. I think that the prison industrial complex is a thing. It's a money-making business. That's probably bad to some degree. I mean, that's a hard one. Um, but overall, I believe in reform. I believe in taking people out of society that can't follow the rules. But I don't know how many people that is, and I don't know how long that should be. But I do know that there is a system in place that encourages them to be put away for a long time. And I think that like this vengeance desire is a little too strong in most people. Which of the following statements comes closest to your view? Religion should be kept separate from government policies. That one. I don't even need to read the other one. Religion... Should be separate from government. Full stop. I don't care what religion. Jesus, Islam, Muhammad. All of it should be kept out. I don't need to see the Ten Commandments anywhere. I certainly don't want Sharia law anywhere. I don't want you to have religious exemptions to marry three 12 year olds just because religion says it's okay. Fuck that. I'm a secular person. You can say that my secular beliefs are. Of a judeo-christian heritage that's fine maybe they are i believe in the golden rule maybe non-christian countries don't understand the golden rule i do but i think of it as secular and religion should stay out in the future this is the last question do you think u.s policy should try to keep it so america is the only military superpower or would it be acceptable if another country became a militarily powerful as us interesting question because you know i grew up thinking that the u.s was like this like world police bully that just demanded that it show off its big army everywhere and like i learned more recently that you know since world war ii europe kind of relies on the u.s to be its like protectorate and it's actually like a desirable thing for a lot of countries to have u.s support israel certainly would say so ukraine as well um is it that bad I don't know. I mean Trump is the one pushing an isolationist agenda, which has led to like countries like Germany and France thinking that they need to have a bigger military now and actually have a functional, you know, fighting military. Is that good? Is that I don't know if that's good. It's I don't know if it's bad. I mean, it's fine. Either way, really. I do think it would be bad if China had a stronger military than the US. And the reason I think that is that The U.S. is a liberal democracy, and China is an authoritarian mixed dictatorship, and I would rather see liberal democracies have military power than authoritarian regimes. So, it would be acceptable if another country became as militarily powerful as the U.S., but that other country in this case would probably be China, in which case, no. So... I don't know. In the future, I think it's probably better that America maintains its military superiority. I mean, think about what what has happened in the world since that became the case. We have lived through the greatest peace and prosperity ever, literally ever. That's good. It's a good thing that we've lived, lived through that. And that has been under American military power. So... um. I don't know. It would be acceptable for me if another country became as militarily powerful. But I don't know. This is a really hard one. I don't know if policies should keep America powerful. That could be also like kind of a dick move. Um, I okay. guess I'm going to say that it's acceptable. Like I'm not going to lose sleep when China becomes as powerful as the US if that ever happens. Alright guys, let's see what results i get here my best fit is the ambivalent right along with 12 percent of the public wow guys this is the first time I've ever taking a test a political quiz in which i am right leaning and it is right leaning i mean it's the first slight right of center um It goes from progressive left to establishment liberals to democratic mainstays to the outsider left and then uh, stressed sideliners in the middle and then the ambivalent right to the populist right to committed conservatives to faith and flag conservatives. Interesting. I don't know how accurate or honest this is, but um, ambivalent is a good word that I do identify with more so than progressive or establishment or democratic mainstay. Uh, outsider left. I I, got, I could go toward the outsider left, but I guess it makes sense that based on what questions they asked, I mean, of the ambivalent right. And again, this is framing. You know, those are 16 questions, and they're very pointed. Two about race, one about transgender, none about homeless, none about drug laws, none about things that I really care about, none about tech. Um, so I am more conservative socially than ever, given the issues that we're dealing with. Culturally. Um I'll just close by trying to summarize I'll just read this paragraph here about the ambivalent right. On issues ranging from the size of the federal government to views about business, gender, and race, ambivalent right people hold many views that are largely consistent with core conservative values. Yet they also hold more moderate stances on several social issues like abortion and same-sex marriage. And they differ from one from some other segments of the GOP coalition in their more internationalist view of foreign policy and less restrictive stance on immigration. Ambivalent right are distinct from other Republican-oriented groups in their views of Donald Trump, while large majorities of each of the other Republican-oriented groups say they feel warmly toward Trump. Ambivalent right are much less likely to say this. They are distinguishing features include fiscally conservative, which I'm not, socially moderate, sure, relatively low political engagement. Wrong again. Um... I'm not sure how I'm not sure why I'm ambivalent right. I don't know what of my answers are so right wing, but I guess I have to accept that even if I stay with my values for my whole life, if the whole world goes to the left of me, then that will make me right. Um I don't really feel comfortable being considered right wing. But I guess I do take that. I take on that persona in some of my circles, and I guess it's for fair reason. I think of myself more as a contrarian or a centrist. Um, but hey, this is one test, and I'm curious, maybe what you get on it. I hope you guys enjoyed that, and um, I'll talk to you next time. Ciao.